There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Star Power Podcast on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss Stargirl on the CW channel. I am Sean Fangirl S. I'm Steve. I'm Cosmic Staff Dave, and today we'll be discussing episode 13 of season two of Stargirl. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I initial reactions, I will ask the guys how they feel, but I will tell you, I did not get to watch it live because I was late getting home, and I was losing my mind because Dave was watching it live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying and my best to... funny sp- message, and I'm like, don't look! Yeah. Don't look! <laughs> trying my best to spoil it for you. <laughs> So we'll start with Steve because he was kind of in the same boat as me because Stargirl does not play at the same time for him as it does for us. No. I know Steve was like, ah, but what was your initial reaction for the show itself? Fun episode. We, I think they saved up their uh, VX budget for the very end (laughs) as we had that long fight scene. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I'm like, are they trying to do a whole one shot? thing where they don't cut away yeah but they did cut away yes they did <laughs> okay and then steve what was your reaction to dave sending us stuff did you hold <laughs> strong and not look at it oh i saw the 12 minute fight scene text and then when I, that's when i replied oh well i can't watch it for another half hour so <laughs> and dave goes oops sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh i slowed it down yeah <laughs> real quick yeah. All right, Dave. What was your initial reaction to watching the finale of season two of Stargirl? You mean ahead of you guys? I thought it was Yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty great. You know, there's still some holes in it, but at, uh, I know we're not rating it. But if, if we were, I was going to give it uh, five out of five new holes for Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Grundy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was quite enjoyable. So I definitely liked it. There are still questions, kind of like you were saying, like plot holes here and there. But I just like, are they coming together now? That was a kind of at the end. I was like, okay, let's all sing Kumaya. But uh, <laughs> it seemed like they were splitting up. Everyone had their own plans. Yep. I did enjoy it overall, though. And I'm glad that we got some, I don't want to say closure, but some questions answered. And, and, I want to say I'm happy for Beth, but at the same time, Beth's face like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Careful what you wish for. Right? (laughs) So I'm kind of understanding there. It's like it's good and bad. Because holy cow, they are over the top. But we'll get there, I'm sure. At some point, they'll chill out, I think. Yeah, Yeah, once they uh, become a lightning rod for uh, evildoers. Yeah. (laughs) Right? How did we get a crossover with Red Skull? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Do you what think that was uh, 
special effects mask or this guy was re, uh, really wearing something because it seemed like his eyes or, or his mouth was moving. That was a little odd. You know, yeah. it was a mask moving. Yeah. I I've... think it might have been both. Yeah. But as soon as I seen Keith David in the like opening credits, I was like, ooh, who's he going to do? I was like, is he going to yeah. be like an announcer? What's, what is this? <laughs> and I was wondering because he has a very distinct voice. And when we hadn't heard him at all, I'm like, what the heck? They cut him or something? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know they're calling it Frenemies next year, but it's really Team Bone against Team Staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into the recap. Chapter 13 of Summer School. As Eclipso unleashes the final part of his master plan, Courtney, Pat, and the JSA band together to take him down once and for all. And darkness falls over Blue Valley. It was 3 o'clock in the morning, though, like five minutes to three, so it's yeah. going to be dark, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but those rips in the sky, that's something new. Yes. Eclipso's back, and he's in the body of, of Bruce. I'm going to miss little Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a such a little pain. I, I had to clean that up there. And, of course, he, he goes right after uh, Charles and Beth, you know, in his little, oh, God. He's such a smarmy little kid. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that actor, that Milo Stein. Yes. I give him huge props because he is going to get so much hate mail. <laughs> oh, I know. I hope they weed that out because people get over the top. But, God, he was so creepy. Yeah. Well, I did it against that guy. He wasn't a child actor. Well, he was to start with. Then he became a teen actor for Game of Thrones, remember? Yes. A kid. Oh, yeah, in real uh, life. He played getting, Joffrey. Yeah. Yes. Real life, he was getting uh, savaged. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Milo is going to get the same same treatment, though. Hope not. Yeah. He's not exactly shooting bolts at people, so hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to miss him. <laughs> so, little Eclipse says he needs the power of light and intimates that he's harmed the people working in the ba- building. You can almost see the the light bulb go over Beth's head, and Charles and Beth find her parents trapped in one of Eclipso's manipulations. Black and white too. Do you suppose he that? To represent like the shadow world effect on them. I was thinking that was what it was. Yeah, that it was, was just too. so strange. What if they noticed? <laughs> hey, it's black and white in here. And Courtney's house. Jenny wakes up from her horrific nightmare as Courtney being taken over by Eclipse. So she tells Barbara about telling her to stop her daughter from going. However, it's too late. They've already started on the way. And you know what that's called? TV rules. It's always too late. Yes, <laughs> and nobody has a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, they at least did mention that. They're like, oh, all the cell phone reception's out. So at least we got that. Of course it is. is. Yes. But I'm thinking, why are you leaving one of your powerhouses behind? Yeah. Why did she fly there? She can fly. Put the ring on, fly out the window. Bye. Yep. You can even take Barbara with you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she would have had the dramatic door open. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I've had the dramatic door open. (laughs) Yeah. God. TV. You were saying you don't think she'll be back next year? I wonder. No, I, I wonder if she'll be back. She's on her way to Milwaukee. They, they should. And they're going to have to find a way to budget in her flying power, turn in green, get her a green lantern uniform, you know? Right. Well, I'm assuming the way it ended that she'll be back next year. Yeah. Because I suspect otherwise... so, especially seeing that we know her brother is still in that hospital. Yep. Team Bone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, this is Nurse Ratchet and Bones. Yeah, I know. I thought of her. As that, I always call her Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing because she was, okay, a little over the top. The only nurse I know that wears brown. 
to get it over with and wear black. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, hmm. Let's just throw it out there, what I'm really thinking, but like, we're going to yeah. off everyone. All right. Well, we have an underpowered JSA with Cindy. So her, they're plus one, apparently, <laughs> making their way to the American dream. And they are suddenly distracted by something in the sky. Well, at the shop, we see Rick working on the hourglass. But, of course, he hit a setback. I'm so surprised. Right. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have thrown it. Yeah. He does it again, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's working out great for you. I'm pretty sure it's the magic sand that's inside it that make, gives it the power. But, the, of course, the way they've depicted it, it's got microcircuitry in it. Right. I was going to ask, what is it supposed to be that gave it its power? It was sa- like magic sand? Somewhere? Yeah, the magic sand. Which we have no idea where it came from, or did they explain No, that? we do. I just don't. I can't remember. You know, oh, okay. when, he, when he broke it the first time, I'm like, magic sand, you dope. Right. <laughs> How are you going to find that again? Maybe he'll find the notes somewhere. Yeah. But we have another setback. Surprise, surprise. Because Stripe will not be ready anytime soon, and they'll take it a very specific part. Okay. I mean, there's parts and there's super specific parts that they were asking for. <laughs> it's like, hmm, this is not bode well. Because we have Rick out of the picture, Stripe out of the picture, and basically Thunderbolt out of the picture right now because he's still trying to get Chinese food. So this should be interesting. But at the same time, maybe everybody's a little bit unstable who's in the garage. <laughs> so let's keep them there. Courtney, Yolanda, Pat, and Cindy arrive at the American Dream to face off with Eclipso, but are quickly manipulated by him as he uses various hallucinations against them. The original Wildcat, which I thought was interesting. We have young Cindy and a duplicate Pat or Stripesy, because he was actually wearing the striped shirt. Where's Waldo? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Young Cindy's a beanie. (laughs) Young Cindy could outmaneuver... the Croc family with some of her moves. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. I was suppose that was special effects or if they find someone that small to actually jump off their back and land on their feet. Yeah. Maybe she's an athlete. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Tumblr. <laughs> Gymnastic. Yeah. like Yeah, maybe. I didn't catch you who she was. Oh, oh, no. That's our other person. Let me see if I have anything. Sophia Annabella Kim was young Cindy. But I don't know. She's been in you know, a few things. It doesn't say specifically she's any kind of gymnast. So maybe that was special effects. I don't see anything specific on her. Usually they'll say something like, oh, she's been in yeah. cheer for 13 years. It's like, right. wait, she's only nine. How has she been in 13 years? But, you know, <laughs> yeah. but we see Courtney taking on little baby Eclipso. <laughs> <laughs> Just that little baby face. But. And he reveals he's trying to merge the Shadowlands with Earth to become a god and end his own suffering. Which that last part, I was like, wait, end his own suffering? What? (laughs) That had me kind of taken aback because I wasn't thinking he was suffering because he's just a crazy villain. He ain't got enough food. Not enough souls to feed off of. Yeah. I I didn't think about that. The only thing you'll need later is maybe some uh, cinnamon sugar and some butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently Mike did not explain things. To well. So we do see Charles show up. It's like, what? I thought you were dead. How is the shade there? I mean, we did see that shadow last week. 
but what? And he, of course, is telling them none of it's real when Beth warns Courtney that Eclipse was right behind her, thinking, all right, we are so going to end up at that scene that we got as the bonus, like from the dream last week. Right. I was getting so worried everybody's going to be dead. <laughs> but we do have the manipulations all end and the heroes come together in a superhero pose <laughs> against the Eclipso directly with, well, suboptimal results. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, no they're all chance. together. <laughs> <laughs> so we check in on Rick, who is continuing to struggle with the hourglass, but goes to suit up anyway. Wow. Also, no luck finding the part needed for Stripe. Of course there isn't. And Mike realizes his dad knew it wouldn't be ready. Play it again, Mike. Play it again. (laughs) (laughs) And just as he does, Thunderbolt shows up with Chinese takeout. Man, he had a lot of food. (laughs) Yeah. Revealing his presence to Zeke, which just goes awestruck. (laughs) Yeah. I had a feeling he did a few hallucinogens in his childhood, so oh, this thing doesn't, doesn't oh, bother him at all. <laughs> yeah, I love Mike's like, yeah, so uh, this is, he's like, just let me take it in. Just yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> dream come true. You're taking this awful well, man. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I hope he's back next year. Yeah, we need more Zeke, that's for sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the American Dream, Eclipso scales the building and stands atop, looking out over Blue Valley as the various portals open above. And out of nowhere, he gets knocked down by Stripe, and Mike is piling at it. As we predicted. Yep. (laughs) But it wasn't Stripe Jr. No, it wasn't. (laughs) It's full out Stripe. Turns out they wished for the missing part, and now the giant robot is up and running. Jakeem also shows up on the scene with Thunderbolt, but the wish to electrocute the entity goes awry when Eclipso uses Thunderbolt against Mike. That was great. (laughs) Here's Thunderbolt. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I was cracking up. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can see how much of a kid he is when he's like shaking his butt at him in stripe and then like (laughs) dabbing. And I'm just thinking, please tell me, okay, they wish the part into existence. Please tell me that he's like, all right, can we wish the hourglass fixed and explain <laughs> no. everything right. like yeah. perfect. Like you have to be specific. Nope. Not yet. Nope. 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 So Rick shows up <laughs> and Eclipso knows that he has no power. Um, not so fast. Yeah. Grundy comes flying out and takes on Eclipso, but even he's no match. That's like the old Marvel and every, almost every Marvel movie we have a Hulk. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, I had that feeling when he's like, I have unlimited power. And then, ah, I was like, okay, Hulk smash. Yeah. It lasts longer than an hour. Well, it didn't last two minutes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Rick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course, Eclipso kills Grundy and Raging Rick, who is himself soon taken out. Yeah. I know how your uncle feels. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Whitmore Dugan house, Barbara and Jenny prepare to go see what's going on when someone comes to the door and Barbara is stunned by who was there. What did you guys think? Who was it? It was there. Oh, I figured it was him. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be the shade. But I... Shade? No, yeah, it was Sylvester. Yeah, that's what I thought Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking she was going to be like, oh my God, and then like remember like a one night stand or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. From another dimension. 
<laughs> Hi, honey. Yeah. Meanwhile, downtown, Eclipso drags Pat away as he tries to help Mike. With Eclipso harming Pat to get Courtney to admit she hates Eclipso, it's exactly what he wanted. Man, he was cracking that arm six ways to Tuesday. Yeah, there should Whatever be nothing saying. left of Pat's shoulders. Crack, 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 crack. <laughs> Cindy got the same treatment, like three or four cracks. He just needed that one thread of darkness to take her over, and thus Courtney becomes Eclipso's new host, allowing him to access the cosmic staff power of light. A possessed Courtney begins the process of merging the shadow lines with the real world. Uh-oh. Yeah, I just kept thinking this is probably not going to go well. Yeah. But we don't get to see what happens right away because back inside the American Dream, the Shade is alive and well. As he saved Beth's parents because he just like pops through like pop in a bubble. And Beth quickly tries to explain to her parents about superheroes and her and Charles suit up. Okay, you're just changing out there. Is it just going over your clothes? What I, I went. They, hope they went to their private changing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was just like, "Where's the telephone that? booth?" <laughs> Outside, we see Cindy and Yolanda have managed to get free of Eclipso's control, and Cindy wants to well kill Courtney. Of is it because she oh. has <laughs> right? I was going to say, is it because she has to kill the host, or she just wants to kill Courtney? You know, I, I yeah. wasn't quite sure. Because, well, if you kill the host, you kill Eclipse and Yolanda's like, no. I know. This, she, this is really why I'm here, because I knew you were going to do something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she has a short checklist, and it all begins with kill something. Yes. Right? <laughs> Go dark, kill something. Well, that didn't work out well, did it? But Yolanda's like, listen, we have to get the staff away, and this will work. And I love Cindy's like, ugh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cindy. But... They fight to get the staff, which it wasn't as easy. And they're having to deal with the possessed Courtney, who, of course, is like, I don't know if she's in there at this point. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was starting to wonder because she's declaring that only one can control the staff. Really? Really? Okay. Listen, Highlander, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody else showed up, grabbed the staff and had a little snarky comment. Well, maybe two people can control the staff. Because Starman, not in costume, by the way, does show up and the pair fight for the staff. And as this is going on, Starman tells Courtney that if the staff works for her, you've been chosen and you need to fight. While Eclipso, of course, is trying to poison like her mind. And I loved it because we had all these flashbacks happen. And again, I'm like, okay, Voldemort much right now? Yeah. <laughs> this is straight out of like Harry Potter. But it could be straight out of the comic book. So then I can just say Harry Potter copied it. I don't know. But we have all the memories of everyone that she's loved and all the happy times and joy that she's had. And Pat telling her to be herself and break free. Okay, great. It sounded kind of cheesy and cliche, but it worked. Yep. But, you know, sometimes you need cheesy and cliche, I guess. Right. I thought Courtney's reaction to when Starman showed up. You could tell that Courtney was still in there because it was like, what? <laughs> Hold on. And she had See, I was one second that was of going, to... oh my, you're here. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that was supposed to be Eclipse, so like afraid because he knew. Right. That could have been. That could have been the reaction. But either too. way, yeah. It worked. worked. <laughs> well, she always had the hope inside her, which is what right. they spoke of a few episodes. So that's true. So a thread of hope, a thread of dark. You know, which one will win out? But we have Eclipso expelled from her body. And next thing we know, Sportsmaster Tigress and their daughter 
Sportsmaster 2, <laughs> also pop up to kick some Eclipso butt. I love how everyone's kind of shooting at him because he's just like laying there. It's like, what are you throwing at him? Tennis balls wouldn't do much uh, damage right. to Eclipso. <laughs> Hey, but I guess it's something. Be like, hey, jerk, you know, throw it. But Jenny, Courtney, Starman, and Thunderbolt end up all working together to blast Eclipso because the ones who have the light need yeah. to fight him now. I love, I love how Shade is so vague about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey guys, like zap him something. And oh my gosh, because <laughs> Jaheim does not know the rules, he says, "I wish this guy was toast." <laughs> and Thunderbolt's like, "I'm on it." Yeah. So. They all work together to blast him and end up forcing him into a bit of, well, burnt toast. <laughs> Thunderbolt. You know, maybe he needs to wish that Thunderbolt understands the meaning behind what's being said and not the literal words. Maybe <laughs> hey, that's but this up. made uh, Wildcat feel better. We didn't kill him, did we? No. no. He's stuck in toast. <laughs> stuck in toast. Right. Now, where are you going to hide that to keep it safe? A lot right? of people That's not going down to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. No. <laughs> yeah. Unless they want a shark to eat it. Yeah. Right? That would not be good. Or are they going to hide him in a loaf of bread somewhere? <laughs> well, with Eclipso defeated, Blue Valley gets back to normal. The weather warms up. Hey, it's still summer. Yeah, we didn't hear from the guy in the the weather or the radio, too. That would have been his cue to say something stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yolanda returns to the team for good, but everyone has questions about Starman. Courtney tells Pat that when Sylvester touched the staff, she could sense it and the staff could, too. Well, I would assume that the staff could anyway. <laughs> yeah. She's concerned that he might be there to take it back. Pat tells her they should take a break. They just did beat defeat the Clipso all because of her. Yeah, he's really pouring on the uh, charm on her, too, and all that. I don't know if she was that responsible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she had a better uh, perspective on how she had to do with it versus uh, Pat. But, you know, Pat, cheerleader. Yep. Thank yeah, you. but I'm hoping that he's saying all this so she feels like she's grown and will be more mature and not pout next season quite as much. Uh, right. And Courtney... Says Eclipso only made her believe in people more. And Sylvester shows up and says he's not there to take the staff back, but he might be able to show her everything it can do. Oh, <laughs> that could be okay. interesting. <laughs> Double entendre much? Yes. <laughs> As Charles prepares to leave Blue Valley to go find his wife, Beth is already taking care of that, tracking her down to Melody Hills, Indiana. And finds out that his wife was pregnant when everyone thought he had died. Turns out he has a 10-year-old son. Now, she did not mention his wife was remarried, so I'm hoping that's not going to be a really awkward reunion. Yes. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. Yeah. Charles officially hands over the mantle of Dr. Midnight to Beth. And we find out Mike is now the pilot of Stripe and Jakeem has Thunderbolt. And Mike has the idea that he and Jakeem should be their own team. Though Jakeem still has some adjusting to do, you think? Yeah, maybe not. No, Mike, just come on. Yeah. You have a lot of, a lot of learning, learning to, to do, do right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, the way he entered that fight with the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we see Cameron has finally completed his mural of his father. 
and his grandparents show up deciding that it's time to tell him the truth about their family and their powers. Okay, I'm just glad that, okay, the grandparents did that and that he didn't automatically, like, have his eyes glaze over like that. Right. I was like, that's a bridge too far. Okay, (laughs) come on. Although I'm really worried what's going to happen then with Cameron and Courtney. Right. At odds. Could be. He's going to be on Team Bone. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, as the things wrap up, we get back to town and find Yolanda exiting the church. Wow. Again. And she encounters Cindy. You know, if Cindy really, she tells her she was wrong about fighting Eclipso. And she wants to join the JSA. Were you guys stunned by that? Yeah. I'd asked at the beginning of the season if she's redeemable. Now uh, she wants to join the team. I was back and forth. But then her just saying, I want to join. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hold on a minute here. You know, maybe Yolanda should say, you want to you wanna join? Here's your first test. You have to come to church with me. Oh, huge eye roll. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, how about you just stay in town and not be a total jackass for a little bit? <laughs> right. Let's try yeah. that first. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of the Cruella de Bill hair. Yeah. <laughs> if she really does join, and she probably will, she needs a, a costume change, too. Yeah. She was going crazy. Apparently, uh, she was going crazy on Eclipso, stabbing the crap out of his back. Do you guys see that? With the, yeah, uh, yeah, in the fight. Yeah. Wow. I guess, see, I guess you can really regrow shivs. Oh, I'm thinking just the whole part lizard thing. That's what she was given. It's yeah. Like, eh. well, well, Dad was a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, back in the woods, Rick is burying Grundy in the biggest pile of <laughs> burial spot you've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, he plants a tree on the spot. Did he plant a tree? It was an apple tree. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. So I'm like, oh, that's sweet. But I'm like, wait, doesn't Grundy come back all the time? <laughs> Shay tells him to stop brooding as Grundy has a habit of coming back if you bury him in the right place. So, question, did I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Shay didn't say okay. anything. <laughs> okay, what what is the thing? Because I, I know it's a poem. I know Grundy has been in DC stuff forever. Yeah. Is there a thing where he has to be buried in a certain place? Like, th- does anybody know? Not that I know. Yep. Born, okay. born on a born on a Sunday or born on a Monday, something like born that. Born on a Monday. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, also more good news: the shade reveals that he's not going to leave uh, Blue Valley just yet. Aha! He's going to be on team team staff. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> At Beth's house, her parents are thrilled that she's a superhero and Lola getting a divorce, and now they're super focused on her being a superhero parent. I just love the look on her face to Beth's like, oh, my God. Yes. No. <laughs> I, we did it complete. Well, what's the over the top? Oh, oh, we can do like yellow and black. And was it nanobots? Nano I'm like, wait, tech. who does this? Neither <laughs> of you are, are like one of those kind of people. As far as we know, you're a doctor, medical doctor. And the other one's like a businessman. Are you also an inventor? We don't know about it. Or are you going to? Be like, hey, I know people. Yeah, maybe <laughs> and we're going to get some weird things happening. I would like to see how annoying they're going to be next year. Oh, it, it, they're going to be <laughs> at the level of the Crocs, I think. Oh, <laughs> like Croc level annoying. Yes. Uh, oh, boy. Anyway, get back to the Whitmore Dugan house, and they all sit down for breakfast when someone comes knocking at the door <laughs> or ding-donging. The, proc, the Crocs have bought the house next door, and now their neighbors and have come over to join them for breakfast. As I predicted, so yes. happy. <laughs> we brought muffins! <laughs> uh, blueberry muffins! <laughs> and, 
uh, baby croc there. <laughs> She's so happy to morning, Mr. Dugan. <laughs> right? Oh. Wait, did you just try to kill him? Oh, no. She said not to kill him because yeah, he was dad's, one of his dad's friends. friends okay. Right. Yeah. But still, hello? You had him, like, had the crap beat out of him. Yep. Exactly. Up for everything. It's like, uh, what? No, I don't think this is cool. Crusher was always showing a little affection for Pat. Yeah. Since he met him anyway. I think he always yeah. liked him. He's the best kind of friend of me. Yeah. So I wonder, like you said, if Cindy's going to move in with them. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Well, yeah. she has to live somewhere. Yeah. And with the Crocs would be perfect. It would be. Definitely instead of with the Whitmore. Yes. House. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would work out, even though uh, Barbara makes a good sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we go back to the hospital to see Nurse Ratchet in her brown uniform, where uh, that's Jenny's brother was. Well, I'm going to have to see Obsidian next year. We'll have to. Yes, absolutely. That only makes sense. Why else would you be leading up this way? Yeah. And Bones is revealed, and he says, eh, I don't know why he'd want to leave, but he wants to plant a trip to Nebraska. I'm like, okay, go ahead, dude. Yeah, well, I'm Ratchet. sure you'll fit right in with your head looking like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He, uh, well, he's like, well, good guys and bad guys living together in the same town. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do, open up a stamp store, your own restaurant? <laughs> and then we get the credit reveal that uh, the title for season three is Frenemies. You're going to have to. Subtitle it. I'll get some t-shirts made up for Team Bone versus Team Staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I do have some questions for you for you guys, though, to, as we wrap things up here. What about the diamond? Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you get a piece of toast into a diamond. You, you can't get him out of the toast now you know, or to put him in the diamond because then he'd be back. Right. I don't know. Is, is he dead? I, I, is he dead because that would make them all killers? Right. You know, it was pretty bad. You don't want to be a killer. Was the huge lesson of this season? But do you think he's dead, Sean? Or uh, just <laughs> like I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because I kind of forgot about the diamond. It's like I knew it was back together, but Eclipso had the diamond, so we don't know where he put it. So I think at least in Toast, he's I don't know inert. <laughs> yeah. <else. laughs> Let's hope so. You can't. I mean, you're not exactly going to be picking up a piece of burnt toast off the ground and be like, they're, yes, they're going to have to have uh, this. Cut off the crust for him. He's going to use his crust fingers to pick up the diamond. God. <laughs> yeah. You think, I, it'll take, you think it'll take long for Rick to get his powers back? No. I think yeah. that is probably going to come into play pretty quick next right. season. Yeah. They might even wish it back, right? Oh, absolutely. That'd be I, the easy way to do it. Yeah, that would be the easy thing to do is just have Jakeem wish for the hourglass back. But if not, if, I think. That, if, if he does, something's going to go wrong. Oh, yeah. And my okay, thought was if- have Beth, now that she's officially Dr. Midnight, look at the notes that Rick has and be able to interpret them better than Rick is able to and basically instruct him on how to put it back together. Either that or just use the goggles to look at what he's doing wrong to put it right, back. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was kind of along the, the same, but adding up a, a portion, I was kind of mixing both things together i was like what if Beth, <laughs> yeah. because she's midnighter with the goggles and the files works with thunderbolt like he gets wished to give Beth all the knowledge to be able to help rick put it back together you know so it's kind of like a mix of it right but then again i have no idea how 
bad Thunderbolt could be. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Pretty bad. Mm, that could be bad. It's like, yeah, I wish you would just show me the information I need and we'll go from there. So on my next note, I have Mike to team up with uh, Jakeem and Thunderbolt. Does that mean uh, they have a spinoff team? Maybe they'll occasionally join the JSA and it, will Zeke be part of team uh, Mike and Jakeem? We'll have to come up team with a team. Name for that. Yeah, <laughs> or team t- preteen the way it's going. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll actually spin off. I think Mike's just like, Let, let's do this. We can do this just ourselves. No, no, you can't. So stop. But I love the let's go talk about it over ice cream like adults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like donuts. Adults. Yeah, donuts. That oh, awesome. donuts. Yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> like I'm stuck on ice cream. So I like let's go get ice cream. Let's go get donuts and ice cream, guys. And then we'll talk about it like real adults. Uh, yeah. sugared up and ready to go yeah now i have a feeling those two will be the ones that actually bones gets to first i think he will get those two because they're just not careful enough no they're not but that that makes sense and plus they seem a bit more naive than the rest because they're so supposed to be so much younger yep there's two things i took out of when Sylvester came down into the basement he he told her Courtney, that the staff has the power of creation. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's kind of a lot. That's a lot. Power of creation? Yikes. That's what the Green Lantern ring does. It, you know, it can create things. What does this thing do? And it's a good thing he's there, I guess. But the other big thing is when they were having the fight. And one of my biggest predictions was is that Stargirl was actually a legacy of this particular Starman that we see here. Right. But we now we can't find out until next year. But, uh, for some reason, uh, Eclipso said to her, you're unwanted by your father. And he said that in the present tense. So the father's alive, and is that father uh, Sylvester? Well, no, we knew that that one jerk was supposed to be her dad. Oh, that jerk? You think he was referring to that? That Why would that hurt her feelings, though? She has Pat. Well, I think it else. was because it's still deep down, like she had had that hope that whole time. Right. And when he came and he took the, uh, was it the necklace? Yeah. So I think it's like, oh, well, she probably still had that like little seed in her brain, you know, and it's like, oh, oh, yeah, your dad doesn't want you either. All he wanted was that that uh, necklace to go make money. I still I don't have know. a feeling we're going to learn something about Courtney and her legacy. Yeah. I still think you're right with that. But oh, absolutely. I'm assuming what was said was because of what she thinks. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Eclipso knew that she had always hoped that somehow, some way, she was related to Starman. Right. And then when she actually got to meet her father, not only did it crush that dream, but it made her father even worse. So (laughs) it was real easy for Eclipso to pick on that little sore spot in Courtney. Oh, yeah. Well, any more thoughts on the episode? All right. I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen now for the new season because, yeah. Questions abound, especially that the bones scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope Nurse Ratchet really ratchets <laughs> it up in the next season. We would love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode of this season and next. So our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback in, be it email or audio, to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcasts. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends, and we hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. 
So head on over to www.fangirlzone.com and you can check out things like, I don't know, the Mudhorn Clan cast, which will be coming back soon because Book of Boba Fett's coming along with so many other podcasts. I don't know, Steve, <laughs> we have over 30 different yep. podcasts, correct? Yep. We got a lot happening. So for this episode of the Star Power Podcast, I'm Steve. Yeah, kiss my giant metal ass. <laughs> I'm Sean Fangirless, and I really have a hankering for some cinnamon toast now. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cosmic Staff Day. Take that, Eclipso. That's what you get for throwing shade at my staff. <laughs>